Have you been the victim of unfair treatment by a business or a corporation? Has this ever happened to you? We'll be the baby of the year. Hello and welcome to the Turbo Team Podcast. What? Yeah, I was going to wait, because I was doing the intro by myself. Yeah, look, these guys are muted. Yeah, these guys are muted. You're the I'm the only person that you guys can hear. Hit the button. All right, they're here. Podcast. I'm Jake Brand, a guy with my fellow guys co-hosts. Give yourself some credit. Alex and Ben. And before we get into today's show... I'm not even going to ask how you guys are doing, because I already know the answer. I think Should Leave Season 2's trailer was released today, and none of it made sense because it was all just, like, three-second-long... As it should be. Three-second-long bits from skits, and there's probably going to no. be, like, 50 different skits in the show. No, that But one, it looked hilarious. That one at the very end where he's like, Hold the door! Hold the door! And then he just slowly walks down this <laughs> long hallway. Oh my god! It's so, gonna be. I can't wait. It's gonna be funny. Tim Heidecker's in it. I know. It's that's all I need. It's cool hat. Cool hat. <laughs> yeah. He's gonna, gonna one up the cool hat somehow. If he ones up cool hat, that's the funniest joke of all of season one, and it's barely a joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it looks like Christmas came early for the Turbo Team podcast. Santa brought it early. Santa brought, Santa it, brought it early. early. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we're. I can speak on behalf of the podcast that we're all very excited for season two of I Think Should Leave. July. Hot, hot take hour on the Turbo Team podcast. When is it? July 2nd? July 6th. Okay. okay. Uh, but yeah, I'll, okay. I'm probably going to stay up until however late when it releases <laughs> to watch all of it because oh. it's only going to be like, probably if it's anything like season one, like an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. So oh, uh, yeah. we, should, we should rent out... Uh, Really, Paramount Theaters Seven in Indianola, Iowa. Force them to stream a Netflix show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, force them to. That's actually kind of on on yeah, topic. On, on topic of that. Yeah, for a hundred dollars plus for that. Force them to stream something from a business that's slowly killing them. Oh, <laughs> movies, rent. Bro, what those, are we talking about? Bro, today? those deep. So rent, rent the movie. So uh, today, the Broadway show. Rent the musical. The rent, movie. Yeah, rent the musical. <laughs> so today we watched a documentary called The Last Blockbuster, and Ben, do you want to give your synopsis? But uh, af- before that, uh, pretty much I was just like, when brainstorming this week's episode, um, my boss at my internship mentioned just like how he watched this documentary and how it was okay, but it brought up a bunch of like nostalgia about the the film-going experience and um, just kind of like the experience of renting a movie. And I thought it sounded interesting enough. And as a movie podcast, we should tackle it. And I, I kind of read reviews of the documentary before I even watched it. And a lot of it said it was like, it just kind of dragged. And uh, there were some technical elements to it that were odd that, that we'll get into. But I thought, as a whole, the concept was interesting. So Ben, you want to take us through the synopsis of this nonfiction documentary? Not much of a concept. It's more of an open concept. <laughs> well... But well, it's basically all this takes place in like what 2019, 2017, whatever. Um, what yeah, about a, few, a few years ago, uh, a crew follows a blockbuster uh, video store uh, in Bend, Oregon, 
and they just follow and interview the manager and they go back into the history of the entire chain and the state of where it is now and how it reached that point. And it also culminates in the third act in a way with um, the rest of the stores closing in Alaska. So there, there's one final blockbuster in the course of them filming and interviewing the manager. So it's them uh, talking about the last blockbuster. Yeah, the only one, which is honestly just a crazy concept. So uh, it this is something that I'd seen on Twitter quite a bit, and it, it took you through the through it in the actual documentary. But at its absolute peak, there was a blockbuster opening once every 18 hours. 17. 17, 17 hours, even even better. Yeah. <laughs> um, wow, would you look at that? <laughs> and the way they compared it was like just Walmart. Just like yeah. a... yeah, The Walmart of the film renting industry. Like it was just yeah. massive. And like if we pictured just in five years, like there being one Walmart left, like that, that would just be like impossible to think about. You can't even like fathom that the rise and worldwide takeover of Trader Joe's. So we were like we were in the age of like movie rentals like we grew up with it but we were also old enough to like be adapted to the streaming services like we were kind of right in between. Like I think Family Video we're not counting the Family Video on the square to me Family Video closed when it moved stores cuz yeah. I I you went never to, went to it on the square. I went in there once and it was with you. It was a fake fan. And yeah. it I was haven't rented a movie since 2012. You obviously weren't a part of the Family Video text chain. And I I wa- <laughs> <laughs> I walked in there and there were people tuning their guitars in the back. I'm like this is not Family Video. Nice. It's a half guitar store hey, that my, my kind of spot. <laughs> that also has movie rentals. So, I think the like actual family video probably closed like 6 years ago. It was Family yeah. Video closed and well, became no, a disgrace it to closed their name. In hype in high school cuz Hibbets opened while we were in high school. So 5 or 6 years ago. Family Video yeah. became a disgrace for their name when they started selling CBD products. Oh my god, I wanted to talk about that. Um okay. Either adapt or die. No, we can get into it a little bit. We'll bring it up because in the documentary they talk about how Blockbuster before like they went bankrupt they were like trying everything and one of the things was um they started selling phones oh yeah like, yeah. like cell phones and that reminded me of family video for how when family video like clearly was going about to go bankrupt they started selling cbd products you either which die is funny or you see yourself become the villain because a guy and it reminded me of that because a guy in the movie is like maybe if they started selling weed with all the candy they would have made a lot more money and i was like family video tried that and it didn't work he so. called it well, they just do everything online. Now. Having to show your ID I'm at Family Video to buy. Yeah, I get all my CBD from Family Video. Did the plug. This is an ad. So, like, <laughs> for me, this documentary is interesting on the fact of just like a major corporation or something that was just like a staple in American society closing down. Like, I thought that part was interesting, but I thought like the more engaging part was just the the nostalgia it takes you through of like walking into a video rental store and just like you don't really think about it until like you actually hear about it. Just like what the experience of like walking into a store and being able to like physically see, physically touch like a DVD, be able to pick it up, read the description. You know what I'm saying? Ben, yeah. you're looking at me weird. I know what you're saying. Um, like, I, like, like, like it adds to the film watching experience more <laughs> than, I don't know, like clicking through a Netflix menu. Okay, Nate. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Nate. <laughs> Nate's <laughs> Nate rents movies from the Simpson Library. <laughs> yes. 
um, that he works at Citizen Kane. But yeah, I think I think there is something that goes to, and I don't know remember if it touched in this or if it's something that I read about, uh, but like the chance in like twenty, like fifteen, twenty years that DVDs turn into like vinyl, where they're popular, they make a comeback. Yeah, like like it comes back. I think they did touch on it, which I don't think is that good of a comparison because vinyls like proven like an actual better audio quality. Yeah, it's when, di- yeah, it's because di- hey, yeah, hey, DVDs don't buffer; they get behind the scenes blooper reels. Yeah, but DVDs scratch. Yeah, but nobody cares about that. You can find so vinyls. You can find that on YouTube. Um, but yeah, I've been talking a lot. Someone else talk. Uh, yeah, so I think the funny thing, this episode is going to be kind of weird because none of us uh, really went to Blockbuster. I think I went to Blockbuster more than anybody, and that's because it's close to my house. <laughs> sick flex. It's like, yeah, it's sick like, flex. it's like 10, 15 minutes from my house, and the family video is like 10, 15 minutes the other way, Whoa. so it really was just like, let's Jeez. just... <laughs> well, and then there's a Domino's next. There's a Domino's and an Applebee's next to the Blockbuster. That's so, all I need. Yeah, so it's like let's just go up here and get something. What else does a man need? Yeah, so I'm I, in the neighborhood. So, <laughs> also, so number one, most of our like in-person video rental things is going to come from family video. So that's how we're going to relate to this. Also, my parents were big uh, block or not uh, Redbox people. So oh, yeah. I so I never really whenever I went to family video I was like hanging out with a friend and we we're like oh let's go get some video games or some you know, something to eat and then let's you know fucking party tonight <laughs> <laughs> as 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 uh, put, put the watches open season you know, as we all said in fifth grade as an eleven as an eleven year old yeah <laughs> playing skate three so for Watch me family season. video was kind of just like what Alex said it was always just like a like it was an activity like. It was something to do to go walk through the aisles and find a movie that you wanted to watch, find a video game. I know the video games weren't always at Family Video until kind of um, towards the end in that back corner. That video game I was sick. Oh, uh, yeah, it was video. awesome. Yeah. But then you do that, and then you walk out. And I've talked about this a lot of how much I hate, like, Little Caesars. Yeah. But checking out a couple movies and then getting Little Caesars after and going home, like, that was just, like, an experience, and that was... I mean, it didn't get any better than that in the Indian in the Indian old life. Um, they, they talk about in the mo- in the documentary about how, like, they interview all these guys and they're like, "Oh yeah, man, like you get you know you and your girl be you go check out a movie for a little bit, grab something to eat, and then you go home and watch it and just kind of see where the night takes you." And uh, I was like, I mean, I was I was <laughs> twelve when I, I felt that. Yeah, I never got to the point where I was I wasn't old enough. Like when I was ready to drive and like start hanging out with people like that like we just watch netflix but um like in L- in like middle school like going to the family video and getting like movies or games or something it was like it was awesome that was my favorite that was probably one of my favorite parts of like spending the night at someone's house yeah those are like other parents like picked us up like are you guys want to go to family video i was like yeah like, so <laughs> this isn't even like movie related but <laughs> as far as video games go uh i think this changed completely because now in order to play a video game on uh, an Xbox, it. you have to download it, and it takes like three or four hours. Yeah. So there's no point in playing a game unless you're buying it. But back in like the days where you'd bike to Family Video to check something out and rent it, you could literally just go rent NHL 13, bring it back, play it for three days straight, and then bring it back, and there just wouldn't be that delay. And now, yeah, now you can't. I mean, I think you can probably rent games somewhere. It's not very common. But uh, you have to go through a nine-hour download to yeah. get Madden 22 on your Xbox. It's just like it's not worth it at that point because eventually you're going to delete the download because it takes so much space. Yeah, 
You can, uh, uh, that's like Game Pass. That's yeah. what Xbox has now. That's kind of their rent a game type thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, when I was like, when I was like, when me and Luke Parker would like hang out in middle school, we'd go to, um, I'd stay the night at his house and we'd bike, or not, his parents would drive us to, um, his mom would drive us to Family Video, and we'd always get two video games. We would get Just Cause 2, and we would get Skate 3. That's because uh, the Just Cause 2 was a buy one, get one free game. So we would get that, and then we would get Skate 3 for free. And we just, like, all night, we would just be blowing stuff up on Just Cause. Cause neither yeah, of us just were, Cause is awesome. Just because neither of us were allowed to play Call of Duty. So yeah. like, oh, Just Cause is just as fun. It's not. It is. The third <laughs> one has a grappling hook. It's yeah, I guess you're right. Anyway, um, yeah, and then Skate 3 was awesome. So, so I think what's nice. awesome about video rental stores compared to streaming services so I'd say like on average, if you're just deciding like what you're going to watch on Netflix, it probably takes 10 or 15 minutes, unless obviously you have it like in mind all day what you're going to watch. But like if I go home after we record and I sit down in my recliner and I get on Netflix and I'm scrolling through what I want to watch, it's going to be me sitting here just like in a recliner, my hands on an Xbox controller, flicking my thumb, trying to find something. Yeah. When you're in a video store, you walk in and then... You walk around the aisles and you you pick out probably like five or ten like oh yeah maybe and you walk through the aisles again and then you're almost just like debating against yourself like oh what do I want to watch and then there's the physical side of things where you can pick it up you can read the description and it's just more of a like I th I think the documentary like over exaggerated the like oh my gosh it was like a family like you walk in there and it's like a crowd like. Showing yeah, you, yeah. like, what you want to watch. Okay, like, granted. Like, employees helping you. Yeah. We live in a tiny town in Iowa, um, and this was, they were talking primarily about back when they had VHSs. Mm -hmm. This is all, like, when we had DVDs, and things like streaming were already in place. Yeah. Like, there was Netflix, yeah. there were shipped DVDs, there was all that crap. Like, so, thinking back into, like, higher populated towns and the time where VHSs were the thing, and that's how you did everything, that, like, puts it in a whole different perspective, and that makes sense when they're talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it does make sense, but I didn't necessarily experience that. But like it was just so it more of happen. it was more of an experience to go to the store to find out what you were gonna watch. Yeah. Opposed to just sitting in your recliner and flipping through three different streaming services. And finding V for Vendetta. And also another thing, uh how many times have you watched like a movie and you just watch like the first twenty minutes and then turn it off, like if you're streaming it? Like I probably I do that like I, I barely do that. Yeah, I I have before. Literally, actually, since we started doing this podcast, like I've I've gotten very picky, like <laughs> picking movies. Yeah, mm -hmm. watching Forty Year Old Virgin twice. Uh, I didn't pick that. It was on TV already. <laughs> I was forced to, against my you will. Pick to watch. Yeah, because cable sucks. <laughs> but like, turn on Netflix. No. So let's say like right now, Family Video is still open, and you drive to the store and you rent something and you have it for like two days, you're less likely to turn it off even if it doesn't engage you immediately. You paid for because, it. yeah, you yeah. paid for it and you drove somewhere to do it. Yeah. There's, uh, so much, there's so many more steps that reinforce and exactly. in, in wanting to watch that movie. But then, but then like that, if you do like buy it, you do watch the whole thing, then you're like, that sucked. That sucked. Then you're like, okay, I just wasted like two hours That's of my fair. life. I just wasted fucking eight bucks. Um, now I have to return this tomorrow. I have to take like... 20 minutes out of my day to run this back and put it in a little box thing and then carry on with my day. Correct me if I'm wrong, because I don't think I ever actually had to pay for anything at Family Video just because I was at that age where you didn't have to pay for anything. Yeah. 
but it was just a like monthly subscription. And once you had, or like a membership, and once you had that, you didn't have to pay for anything, right? I don't think. I think there might have been an option, but I'd never. I have no idea what you're talking. About. I think it was rent by movie, so it's okay. Like, you know, so I thought I thought the only way you had to pay was if you returned it late. It's like five and below for like old, and I think it's like eight to like ten for new releases. Okay, that makes sense. And then video games, I think, are like eleven or twelve. But yeah, um, so one thing that oh I. Oh, is Devin Booker okay? Yeah, he oh just busted his face. Scr- he got scratched. All right, back, back to the back to <laughs> um, movies. One thing that I noticed was just like the visual aesthetic of the store. Obviously, Blockbuster and Family Video were different like color schemes, but in like the building of it, it's pretty much the same thing. Mm-hmm. And I just forgot like what it looked like having all the new releases like next to each other, having like. What's so funny about that, Ben? Been, they headbutted um, each other. And focus into the podcast. Uh, you would have like uh, <laughs> Black Widow in three months. <laughs> yes. When it when it comes out, they would have like sixteen different yeah. Black Widow, and that just like looks cool. I Epic. like it. Like it engages you. You see like that many of one movie, and most of the time you'd already seen those in theaters, so you'd almost like see that singular cover like 20 different times like oh yeah that movie was really good in theaters i want to watch it again yeah um uh, yeah that, so that I, just caught my attention i think one positive of video stores is just the ability like to select a movie so number one if you're going in there you know what movie you're gonna get you know but like if you're like oh i want to watch um you know the godfather tonight you'll go in there and be like <laughs> yeah i can think of a movie um what do you what are you? <laughs> shut up! <man. laughs> but you'll go in there and be like, "All right, here's." Look at the- how I massacred my family video. Like how they massacred my boy. Um, they go in there like, "Oh, here's the T's or G's or whatever," and they're like, "Oh, the Godfather." <laughs> but compared to like Netflix, where you're like, "Okay, I'm paying for four of these streaming services, and it's not on here," which yeah. the Godfather isn't. It's not on any streaming service. Um, so so also. Like, have you ever gone on Netflix and you're like scrolling and like there's like too much to watch? You know that problem, mm-hmm. and you can't pick, you can't pick one because you want to watch like a few things, but like and then you get overwhelmed you and get you just don't watch anything. Don't watch anything, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's relatable content. Um, but uh, but with the video store, you go in there and you're like, all right, here's the new releases. So if I want to watch, you know, this is describing the section. If I want to watch Train to Busan, then I can get it here. It'll be three extra dollars compared to if I want to get another one, or like, well, maybe I want to watch an older movie tonight. Well, here it is. It's going to be cheaper. You know, and so, but like, if you go in there, there's a reason you're going in there. Mm-hmm. And you're gonna look, and if you don't get anything, you don't get anything. Whatever you maybe well, that's because you might not have gone with a reason in the first place, which is part of the magic, brother. But what are the odds? I do that. Like, on, how many times did you? There all the time how many times too. did you ever go into family video, looked around for like ten minutes, and you just left without buying? You're anything? Like, I can't tell you how many times I've done that. Okay. More than ten. Okay, Ben's the outlier. <laughs> Ben's the outlier. Yeah. <laughs> um. So another aspect of it. If you go into family video with the intention of getting one movie, or a you're almost yeah. you're almost certainly going to find another two or three that you're like, wow, I really want to watch that too. So you're going to rent like three or four movies when you went in with the intention of one. And you're like, oh, well, I have three days. So then you have to watch all four of the movies in three days. Where this is something I do with like my list on my notes of like movies I want to watch. Mm-hmm. Some of them have been sitting there since November because I'm like, oh, I'll just I'll just do that when I have free time tomorrow because there's not really like a deadline necessarily. Yeah, and you um, get to it and you're like, I don't want to watch 
Scarface today. Yeah, like, like that. I get something like, oh yeah, I want to watch another Al Pacino movie. Dog Day Afternoon. There you go. But yeah, if you have Scarface on your counter and it there's a sticker on it that says due tomorrow morning at 11 a.m., you're like, oh well, I guess I got to suck it up and watch it, or else you're wasting money. Yeah, essentially, it's like, it's like five, even if it's just like five bucks, you're out. It's like oh, I could have, you know gotten a candy bar with that or a sandwich or something so we can talk more about blockbuster and family video but let's talk a little more about the doc we yeah that's really what I about the doc. <laughs> so uh, i'll start with my negatives um i thought that it was pretty boring yeah, i was just and stretched out it's boring i think so obviously i love the content of it in the in the nostalgia and the topic of it but i think what they could have done is trimmed it into 45 minutes it was an hour and a half and it did not need to be that i yeah Okay. There were parts, like, the, the manager was an interesting person. She was obviously very passionate about what she was doing. Her, like, youngest son was hilarious. But, it was the funniest part of the whole special. But she wasn't interesting enough to have, like... Middle part? I just didn't think so. Oh. She wasn't interesting enough to have, like, a 10-minute segment about just, like, her family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they really dragged on points. Like, they had the... What's he from? Like the like smoke the guy who owns like who owns like a smoking talk show or whatever, Bob something. Yeah. Like they had him just dink around the store for fifteen minutes. See that like I literally just, wrote they down just filled the run. Yeah, and he didn't buy anything. I wrote down how that was my least he? favorite part of the entire thing. Like the guy who was just walking around the store was so annoying. And I get what they were trying to do. Like he was trying to point out things that were yeah, relatable. He, rem- he like remembers. Um and he has but block- he had his blockbuster card still. It was all stuff that they'd already talked about yeah. through earlier subjects. Yeah, so, I found that they repeated a lot in mm-hmm. this movie. This, this could have been a very interesting forty-minute-long documentary. Yeah, that, this could have been a very interesting story on sixty minutes. <laughs> I, could, I don't think forty minutes. I don't that. even think forty-five is that much. Like I, because the movie. It's called Lock, The Last Blockbuster. So it's like, oh, it's going to be... This could literally be a 60 Minutes episode. Yes. It's yeah, with, like, with commercials. Yeah, and you're yeah, like... You're at 45 right there. <laughs> Shut up. And you're like... It's a big deal to point that out. Don't forget commercials. <laughs> but uh, they're like, oh, it's going to be like this like last store. And then they're like interviewing all these like background actors that were in Hollywood for 10 minutes. And he was like, yeah, I remember when I went to Blockbuster. And it's like... I don't See, care. Yeah, that, like that's not what I watched this documentary for. The part about like where they're talking about how like how it went bankrupt and like how big it actually was, that was cool. Um, but yeah, yeah it's but, like uh, most of it's like why I don't care. See, like I enjoyed the parts about them talking about how they used to work at Blockbuster, what they enjoyed about Blockbuster. Yeah, but they didn't need to do it with like seven or eight different people. Like I mm-hmm. thought that. It would have been if it would have worked better to choose the two most interesting and go more in depth about them, like Paul Shear uh, from the league, Andre. Uh, <laughs> what, what a character! Yeah, uh, like it would have been more interesting if he had like five minutes of screen time talking about his experience working at Blockbuster rather than he talks for a minute and then it cuts to this other guy that we've never heard of talking for a minute and then it cuts to another guy. Uh, talking for a minute, and then it cuts to the kid from Freaks and Geeks talking for a minute. Who yeah. was also in Inglorious Bastards. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I did second credit. I did not remember him in Glorious Bastards. He was one of the. Uh, he was one of the bastards. Okay, but he like didn't have any lines. Yeah, clearly he was just in it. Um, kind of like B.J. Novak. But yeah, so on top of like a, it being too long 
and dragging at points. I thought the narrator was annoying. I was about to say that. It was, she was too, like, upbeat. Yeah. It was weird. It was weird. The way she, they had her, like, yeah. speak was weird. It wasn't her voice, but it was more just, like, the tone. The, the diction of the yeah. tone. Yeah. Like, I, it didn't fit at all. It felt more like a educational, like, something that like you would... Kids show. Yeah. That, that, trying to learn something. Yeah, that you would show in, like, a... Like a kindergarten, first grade class about like, I don't know what would we learn like cocoons yeah, turn into butterflies or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Like like it felt like she was narrating, like yeah. A also, how there'd to be video. times when like thirty minutes would pass and she hadn't said a thing, mm-hmm. and then she'll like speak for like the next fifteen, like ten or fifteen, then she won't say anything for twenty mm-hmm. minutes again. So she was like incon- they were inconsistent about using this narration too. Which, and I, I like, don't know if it was like. I think it was jarring. Like, I think that's what it was for me. Like, I'd never heard a documentary with that type of tone. Yeah, I was watching. I was like, why is that how they Um, made it? Which is fine because the whole documentary is just supposed to be fun. You know, like, that's why they're interviewing all these celebrities and having them tell these blockbuster stories or interviewing all these old store owners, like, actual people that are, like, a part of corporate and stuff like that. And that's, like, fun. But this movie is called, or the documentary is called The Last Blockbuster. I, I like I'm, I came to watch to see how this like they run their their store and like how they got to this point or whatever. Um, like oh, that that's fine, but like if you want to do that, put like don't name it the last blockbuster. Name it like something just like the history about it, you know, and how this is the last one that remains. I, I don't know. I just <laughs> so the last blockbuster. <laughs> No, because they they didn't talk about the last like uh, yeah, like they, they literally they told the, the people they literally told people like oh you know the last bus but the last blockbusters in Bend Oregon and they're like oh that's cool and then that's all it was because they don't you know nobody cares like that I so. thought it was pretty interesting how they talked about Bend Oregon just like it's a nice place how it wasn't like completely random that the last one was there like how it made sense it made it makes perfect sense like like it's a small town. Um, everyone still kind of enjoys being around each other. They definitely didn't wear masks during the pandemic. Um, the lady was on Fox News. Did you see that? Yeah. yeah. She was like, yes, yeah, we're on Fox News called us and CNN. And <laughs> it's like, all right. Um, yeah, Fox News called us and yeah, CNN did too. Um, but but yeah, it's like, it's definitely, like I, so one of the guys said, it, like it's definitely has a lot, of, like a high old population, mm-hmm. just all these people that are just kind of like, yeah, like rent movies, like it's fun. And then they know the store owner. Cause like you said, everybody's worked there at one point in the whole town, or at least they've had like a, they'd known somebody that's worked there. It's so, like the Indian old country club. It's like, it's like, it's like if Krause cafe was Everybody a movie store, name. you know, like, <laughs> in alternate reality, Krause Kraus Caf or uh, Kraus movie rentals. It's like it's a small thing, family run. Like everybody knows everybody goes there, or works there. So yeah, it makes perfect sense why it exists there. Imagine Kraus. It's the exact same right now, but instead of Sunday morning buffets, they just had movie rentals. So you're like, you go in to get an omelet, and you're I like, thought it was yeah. goofy that people like from Spain would come to check it out. I didn't think yeah, that was that talk, goofy. That made sense. They talked about the guy they interviewed was like, it's the best job I ever had. You know, it was the best manager I ever had. Like, I, I loved my time at Blockbuster, but like, it's a minimum wage job. You can't work there forever. Like, but it makes sense. It made sense to me, too. If it holds a special place in your heart, like, I would not. I like I'm making I, him fun I'm, of him for having that. You're making no. fun of him for enjoying something so much he travels across the country to visit yes. it. Yeah. Uh, no, like it, great joke. It's a tourist <laughs> statement. 
Like it's a tourist destination to it's go to of, the yeah, it's go like, to the last blockbuster. It's kind of just like something to be like, oh, let's go see it while we're here. You know? I mean, like I don't think it's something that people are gonna go like on a trip to go see the last blockbuster. But if they're in Portland. For, I, I, for think whatever. People, I think some people will do it. But the people who do it would be like the people that were there that they interviewed were like, yeah. they worked at Blockbuster for like 10 years or something like that. And it was the best job they ever had or something. So, like, people, like, Blockbuster definitely holds a spot in a lot of people's hearts. So, mm-hmm. I'm, if they're going to visit it, good for them. I wouldn't do Me it. Me to the Indianola Country Club. <laughs> Tonight, the Turbo Team podcast will be taking a in memoriam trip to uh, Midwest Mattress to, uh, Go go camp outside the old Blockbuster. That Blockbuster was sick. I used to love going to the Blockbuster. My only memory of that Blockbuster was getting the last NCAA football game there, <laughs> like renting it. I, I I don't know why I remember that, but that's like my only memory of it. I remember going in there and be like, this place is so sick. They have all these movies and like games <laughs> and stuff. And like you walk around for like 20 minutes and just look at all of them. It's awesome. Oh, so so one thing that I completely forgot to mention was just like how much better the candy and popcorn tasted that you got from Family Video. Oh yeah, like, oh, it yeah. doesn't make any sense. Um, Family Video had ice cream too. They had like little ice. cream I remember bars. that. Yeah. So I think I I think I might have narrowed Dipping it down. Dots. No, they had dipping dots. Yeah, I think they did actually for okay. a time. Right. Um, I so I think ice I narrowed cream, it down. Ice cream of the future. So. Obviously, like when you get popcorn or candy at a movie theater, it tastes amazing, but it just costs so freaking much. Like it, like it's sixteen dollars for like a medium popcorn, like a small pop and candy. But at Family Video, it tastes the exact same, but it it's like normal, like store price. Like you pay a dollar for a bag of candy and two dollars for a pop. So, so maybe it's like the experience of like eating popcorn and candy while watching a movie, but it doesn't cost like the 15, the yeah. outrageous $15. Yeah. I don't know. That's just a hypothesis. Uh, other things about family video that I've just thought about or, or just, or blockbuster movie, movie rentals in general, yeah. the movie drop off is freaking awesome. Just like not having to talk to anybody, just run in real quick, dropping off and then get out of there. Yeah. And just like the, they talked about like the sound of it, just like the sound of a movie dropping in is yeah. just, um, as a, video journalist uh one thing that i've learned over the last couple uh months or so or or years just how important sound is to storytelling because people connect with sound way more than they do just like visually words visually so like um if if you're watching a baseball game uh when you're telling a story it's going to be more impactful if you show like 10 different like uh I'm totally blanking on the name. Hits of the bat. Yeah. Like the bat hitting the ball because that's just going to draw people in like, oh yeah, that's a baseball hitting a bat. Doesn't make any sense just talking about it. But like the best stories you're going to see on the news are ones that have sound that is directly tied in with the story you're telling. Yeah. So I think like just this documentary did a good job of showing the sounds of going to rent a movie as in like the the snapping of the DVD case, which isn't necessarily yeah. just um, just video stores. Uh, but I thought they did that pretty well. How they played up the sensory reactions that each of the interviewees had, like when they had got to hold the case. And yeah. Play with it and See, like, I like that. I didn't like how they did it for 10 different people. Like, I thought they could have gotten the point across with just one. 
but but that's the the kind of stuff I was talking about. Yeah. Where, um, that's where the main nostalgia comes from because the movie doesn't look any different. If I went and rented Goodfellas or, from Family Video right now, or I streamed it on Netflix. on H- on HBO Max, yeah. it's gonna be essentially the same thing. One might be slightly better quality, but it's just what led up to it. Yeah. That oddly enough changes the experience. Yeah. Which I yeah, think yeah, is a yeah. which I think is a really interesting concept that you don't grasp when you're in the moment. Like when you're going to family video It's an event. You don't think yeah. like, oh wow, this is like this is really cool and this is something I'm gonna miss one day when it closes down. You're just like, oh I'm going to family video. This is just how things are and there's going to be something like that in 10 years that we look back on like wow we didn't appreciate like that simple thing enough i think also part of that was like as kids family video i bet seemed like or like blockbusters seemed just like this big thing that's like awesome you know mm-hmm. all these movies and games and stuff and like like oh when i'm gonna you know when i'm an adult i'm gonna come here i'm gonna rent all these games that my mom tells me i can't get now and i'm gonna you know and you just don't and you just don't because they close <laughs> and you realize they're not you know they're obsolete now so and and i think the opinion that we or the the perspective that we can't get is the people that like the 80s yeah the people that watched these stores yeah. like explode yeah because I, I, before that all they'd known was you go and well, you they, go to the movie and that's the only way you can watch a movie. Yeah, they mentioned like it was like the seventies or eighties. Like if you saw a movie in theaters before like block before like rental places opened up, if you saw a movie in theaters, you were never gonna see it again unless mm-hmm. you went to another theater and watched it. Or the yeah. same theater or whatever. So like yeah, like yeah. vinyl rent like the, the cause it's crazy because I've always we've always grown up with like, Oh, you wanna watch a movie? Oh well it used to be oh go to you know, rent to that family video or blockbuster now, just pull up on Netflix or something like that. But yeah, it was crazy like And not even movies, just anything. Yeah. Like uh, there, there was a time in like the 80s and 90s where the only NBA game on the entire week was just the Saturday night primetime. Yeah. If you wanted to watch NBA, you yeah. had to choose Saturday night at 7 o'clock and that was it. Or go to a game. And yeah. now we can literally... Uh, watch any game. We can watch game. any game anytime we want, allegedly, uh, legally. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that we just live in a different era compared to what some people do so so we can't really even get the perspective of someone who like knew it as like oh if i want to watch star wars a new hope this is going to be the only time i can watch it not i'm pretty sure star wars was one of the first movies that actually started selling dvds because it was so big yeah that Um, makes sense but there wasn't a huge gap in between like film companies starting to sell dvds and video rental stores opening like they kind of went hand in hand from from what i gather from this documentary yeah i think it's probably part of the reason why none of us really like it really stuck with because like we're like i mean whatever like i remember going there a few times when i was a kid but it didn't yeah. really have that big of an impact it was just kind of a fun thing to do but, like some people like they were going to blockbuster every other night running a movie you know <laughs> my guy they go to family videos grave every night yeah Mate. also i thought that guy that weird, like, bearded guy where he's like, yeah, everywhere else I'm weird, but, like, if I go to a video store, I was like, I feel comfortable there. Mm-hmm. I thought that was, I thought that guy was really cool to, like, yeah. listen to. Because he reminded me a lot of Ben, where he's just still renting movies. <laughs> now, you're not that weird, but, like, just the idea that you, like, go to the video <laughs> rental store all the time and rent movies and watch, like, DVDs. Like, nobody does that anymore. I'm around the square, yeah. Yeah. 
But uh, but I thought that was really. Good. Hey, I thought, hey, I thought I'm going that, to the store. What do you do? Or I'm going to the square. What are you doing? Going to family video? Uh, why? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, I cut you off. But uh, no, I thought I thought when he said that when he was like, it's kind of like the one place I felt like I belonged. I thought that was really heartwarming. Yeah, really, really cool to watch. Where it's like, yeah, I mean, I guess like it doesn't like you know these video rental places don't impact me a whole lot, but there are some people where like. It's like their favorite thing, you know, mm-hmm. and I guess you can just kind of it's when you see something like that, it's cool to watch and like kind of their face light up when they're in there and checking out all these movies. And all stuff. right. I changed my mind. Open back up Blockbuster. Yeah. <laughs> we'll bring it back. <laughs> um, but yeah, Ben, any thoughts? About what exactly? What's Twitter saying? Um, so you've been on it all day. I a tweet about the guy who looks like a Bethesda character. Define all day. Um, I thought it was stupid that Captain Marvel called the, caused the blockbuster craze. Yeah, that like that that doesn't make any sense. I completely forgot about like that scene in Captain Marvel. So the first time I brought it up, I'm like, why have they asked like three different times? Have you seen the new Captain Marvel? Like, who cares that much? And then I realized I remembered she like flew through a blockbuster or something like that. Yeah, but like, did anyone care that much no. at that time? Like, did you see anything about I actually do? Blowing up I then? do remember that. Like, I do remember kind of blockbuster like nostalgia going around Twitter quite a bit when Captain Marvel came out, or well, not Captain Marvel, but the trailer for it. Blockbuster is always going to be one of those remember. things. Well, not always. I, it's going to die out when we get out of touch when we're like 40 or something. But it's going to be one of those things where like, oh, dude, Blockbuster. Like, that's like, because the logo is cool. The color scheme is cool. Like, I have a Blockbuster t shirt. I, I I really like wearing it. It's like, it's a cool thing to be nostalgic mm-hmm. about. But it's um, kind of like our parents talking about floppy disks, something of, yeah. that we never used. Not or, even because like, flop, like people aren't, aren't wearing floppy disk t shirts or stuff like that, you know? I know exactly. I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. I I mean, it's going to be something that like, I mean, when our parents are dead, who's going to talk about floppy disks? None of us will ever have used it. So like when yeah. we're dead, are there's no right? way our kids yeah, are going to yeah, be yeah, talking yeah. about Blockbuster because they would have never experienced we're it. We're the last generation to really go through it. Yeah. <laughs> Dang, as man. Weird, as weird as it sounds and corny, but. <laughs> Dang. Dang, man. We've been through the gutter. <laughs> um, I don't, do you guys want to, we've been going for about 40 minutes. Longer, uh, I don't know. I don't really have a whole lot to say about that. No, I, I think I've touched on everything. So, do you want to get into rates? Uh, gumballs. I don't yeah. know. I give it two gumballs out of <laughs> out of the gumball machine. Yeah. What what flavor gumball do you give this documentary? <laughs> all gumball mach- All gumballs take the taste the exact same. Not, no, they don't. No, they don't. Yes, they. Did. Not the, no, not they the don't. Ball ones. No, they don't. The ball ones did. Yeah. No, they didn't have like lasting flavor, but like initially like they tasted differently. I don't know. The pink ones always sucked. Pink ones always were like gross. I thought bubble gum flavor. Then they're literally different the flavors. Flavor. Yeah, why are they different colors then? Bubble gum is the worst flavor the- of anything. Why would they make it as a medicine flavor? That just gross. Okay, I'll give it a yellow. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm gonna give this a six and a half out of ten. Yeah, yeah I'll, I that was honestly exactly what was in my mind. I'll give it a six and a half. Now, the documentary was very mediocre to below average. But the concepts and the yeah. discussion that it brought out, I mean, it, it was more, obviously interesting enough way. to talk about for 40 minutes. It got more off topic than this podcast does. Ayo. Ayo. How about you, Ben? I'll give it two bags of mini pop, mini corn okay, so popcorn. Ben's giving it out two out of ten. No, just two mini Yeah, what's, mini what's that in conversion? What's that on a scale of one to ten? Take it as you will. Okay. So All right. gives it a two out of ten. <laughs> we'll speak for Ben. Ben gave it a zero. Um... <laughs> All right, 
So Ben, you got to take us through the last segment. Is next it's not much of a segment. Next just, bit, it's story time. This next segment is Ben's idea. So his story better be the best one out of all of us. <laughs> yeah, I'm I better. One, I'm the only I better one who pissed. put an idea. You two had all day to think of any other ideas, and I put on one off the cuff. And I guess that's the one we're doing. Now. I better piss my yeah, pants laughing. Your story better be yeah, so funny. Because it's Why either it this job? or the Rotten Tomatoes game again. So tell your story. <laughs> Not much of a story. We're all ju- we're all just gonna tell stories about a uh, family video. It's not story. much of a story. Then why okay, do you want to do? Since this? Ben won't describe the segment, there's uh, not much to describe. We're just gonna all say like one memorable or funny story from going to a video store growing up. All right, Ben, you go first. Okay. Um, we were like, uh, this I don't remember it at all. Uh, this this is from my mom since she brings it up. Uh, but like when I was like three or so. Uh, we were walking around a video rental store and they were just looking for something to buy. You know, that's how it goes. And like my mom picked out like Babe or like Field of Dreams or something that takes place in a cornfield. And then I like came waddling up and had the movie Kung Pao. <laughs> just because like, <laughs> I don't know, I didn't have any conscious at that point, but I was like holding <laughs> He was it. off the chain, and man. And my mom thought I wanted to rent it. But then like, <laughs> just because oh. I had a zany cover photo. So like now... We, like, rented that movie just because I chose it. I picked it out when I was three, and I had no idea what it was. And it's just this, like, really stupid movie where they take a really bad Chinese kung fu movie and then replace the main character with a guy in a green screen, and they overdub all of the Chinese actors, so they say a ton of stupid stuff. And it's just it's a terrible movie, but it's really funny. (laughs) And I picked it out at random when I was three. Yeah, highlight a highlight of Ben's year when he was three years old. Great segment. Um, <laughs> okay, play the uh, Rotten Tomato game. No, Idiot. go ahead, when, Jake. What's your story? So I think I was probably either with Jack Hoyman or Brennan Meacham. Um, friends of the program. I, yeah, friends of the program. I can't remember um, which one, or maybe it was both of them. But we biked to like family video. And you, do you remember how they used to have the... So if you get a gumball and you get the flavor of the day, you got a free movie. Yeah, do you, do you remember to, that? I remember that. So, like, if the flavor of the day was green and you got a, if you put a quarter in and you got a green gumball, you got a free movie. Yeah. Um, so, there was one time I brought in, like, probably like five or 10 bucks for a movie. <laughs> Spent all the uh, gumballs. And I was just going to get it for the movie, but I really wanted to get the free movie. So, <laughs> I spent like seven or eight bucks on uh, gumballs. <laughs> And I, I didn't get the free movie, so I left Family Video without having any money for a movie because I wasted all of it oh, gumballs. on gumballs that I didn't get the freaking flavor. There's only like eight flavors, and I got like 25 different gumballs, and none of them were the flavor of the day. That's really funny. What, uh, how old were you? <laughs> middle school. <laughs> I wasn't a very smart middle def- schooler. Definitely old enough where you probably should have known better. <laughs> yeah. I probably should have known at like two bucks, like... All right, man. I got six bucks left, and movie rentals are six dollars. I can either I can either get one more gumball, or I can ruin the whole night. Yeah, if you Let's spent eight, if you spent eight bucks, that's like twenty four. <laughs> that's like twenty four quarters or something like that. No wait. And and the bad part is, I would have had to go to the cash register to be like, "Hey, can you break this into quarters for me?" Yeah. No, that's like thirty eight <laughs> times four is thirty six. Oh, brother, or thirty two. So you spent thirty two <laughs> quarters. Guess I had a lot of gumballs. 32 gumballs and didn't win the free movie. Guess I like a lot of gum. Guess I like a lot of gum. That's, uh, a, fun, that's a funny story. Yeah. yeah. I got more. More coming. You can stay on the podcast one more Anymore. week. 
Uh, Alex, do you have any? I might think of some more. Well, yeah, if you think of more, just say when we're done. Um, so it, I was probably in like eighth grade. Me and I was staying at Luke Barker's, and uh, we went up to his mom's. And we're like, hey, can you drive us to family video so we can get like some games and stuff? And mom and his mom was like, uh, no. So Luke's like, all right, well, we'll just ride our bikes. I was like, oh, do you have a like another bike for me? And he's like, oh, no, I don't. You you can ride uh, Hayden's bike. So. <laughs> We're, we're like, we're in eighth grade. Hayden Parker's like in fifth grade. <laughs> so I was, I was like 13 years old on this elementary schooler's bike riding it from, because Luke's old house is not close to family video. It's like almost on the other side of town. Yeah. So, and we, so we're riding there on these bikes, just two 13 year old shithead kids. <laughs> and uh, we got lost. We like, we took a wrong turn. Did you get lost in the hometown? I don't know. I was, you're like, laughing. I, Alex and Luke are lost on mini bikes and you're laughing. It's, even, alone. it's a bicycle, <laughs> not even a mini bike. But uh, yeah, so we're lost somewhere and we turn down. We end up by that uh, park behind Dollar General. Oh, McCord. So you barely left his neighborhood. No, it's, it's a little bit from it. On, if you're on a bike, because we went, we went up to the road. In, in comparison to getting all the way to family, we video, went up it's to. Barely you know where that. the gas station is? We went, Jiffy. Yeah, we went up there and we took a right down or the road and Indy, we took I mean. a right. We took a right, like back <laughs> to the way we came. That is nowhere near family video. Dude, I was like 13 and neither of us knew how to get around anymore. But anyway, <laughs> we ended up down this like gravel road and we rode all the way down it and some we heard like a scream and we turned around and or like a yell and we turned around and went all the way back up because we got scared <laughs> so we went to family video and we're there for like 20 minutes looking for a movie because we can't find or like a game we were looking for like a specific movie or game we couldn't find it so we ended up like just compromising getting something else and then <laughs> on the way back we didn't get lost but we took a wrong turn again so we were like in some neighborhood neither of us had never been to or seen just like riding around. I don't know. It's kind of a funny story, but it was more like a good memory I have. All right. So this isn't a story, but it's something I just thought about. I don't know if this was all movie rental stores or if, even if it was all family videos, if it was just Indian Nola's family video, why did you need a key to use the bathroom? Do you remember that? I do. I, I don't confused. remember them having bathrooms. I think it was maybe so you don't go back there and accidentally go into the adult. Cause take, the bathroom. The <laughs> oh, now it's time for the adult section of the show team podcast. Yeah. Uh, what? So you don't take a disc? You don't steal from them? No, I just think so yeah, you don't walk back. why do back. I need a key to go to the bathroom? They have cameras. That if I go in like, the bathroom? Well, no, but I don't know. If they see me walk in with a movie and I walk out with no movie, know. they probably know where the movie is. So people don't drop a... Wait, so people don't uh, uh, do a mud pie in the back of the family video? Yeah, well, it's just so if someone clogs the toilet, they know who it is. <laughs> the man in the captain's hat. <laughs> well... So the adult section, I I think I remember. So I think it was like two bathrooms and then like a black curtain in the adult yeah. section. I never. I thought was it was back. a door. It was I a never door. went to the bathroom there, and I never knew that existed. Family video. It was a door. Okay. Yeah, because it said like eighteen. And up. I remember because I walked past and it was cracked one time, and I was like, "Ooh, it's in there." And it was like <laughs> the adult films, and then the letters that they put on the sign out front. It was in the same like for closet. some re- for some reason I'm just like picturing the adult section and family video like you getting back there and it's like uh, the Mad Magazine bit in The Simpsons. Oh, or just everyone oh. freaking out. Where, where Bart stumbles in there and like, yeah, look, yeah. kid, I don't think you know what goes on back here. It's not that special. <laughs> and then one, yeah, I know the bit. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, it's funny because there sense. definitely was kids that like <laughs> we it. went out to high school with, and as soon as they turned eighteen, they went to family video. <laughs> that's so Who did sad. That? 
That I don't is, know. I, dude, that's we were so in high sad. school. For, I've never heard that. We were in high school for four years. There had to have been you're at least one that, kid. You made that, that up. <laughs> Go and find him. Bring him on the podcast. We'll wait. Dude. But it's just funny imagining like a kid in like 2018 going to the 18 plus section. At <laughs> I never family right. like video just ever. to say they did. All right, Indianola class of 2023. How many of y'all have been into the adult section at family video? We'll see if we get any takers. And text, text, text brother of the podcast that <laughs> if if oh, wait, all in the in our in our Facebook chat. group. Oh yeah, or class of 2019, 2019. Sorry, that'd be a great way to get kicked out of it. Do it. <laughs> All right, and if so, <laughs> if so, let me know, and we'll get you on the Turbo Team podcast to talk about your experience. Yeah, yeah. If you did that and you're DM me immediately, and you have a proof or a proof or at least a funny story about it, uh, come on the pod. If, if you want to be left anonymous, just let me know. Call me immediately. <laughs> Put it in oh. the Facebook chat. I could see Joe Minky responding pretty quick. <laughs> Friend of the program. So, so bad news, actually. Uh, the family video that was downtown, or not downtown, but just like the south side closed not too long ago either. The one in Terre Haute closed, too. Gosh, dang. The Marco's man. Pizza is still open, but the Terre Haute closed. So, Marco's Pizza. So here's the funny thing on family videos. like Because uh, a family video like store is so noticeable. You always know what a family mm-hmm. video store is. You got the green roofs and like it's long and there's like two other storefronts, like one or two other storefronts in it. Yep, it's always like a little Caesars, a cost cutters. It's yep. long. But I found it funny because once the family video goes out of business, everything else in that building goes down. The other stores close <laughs> too. Well, which one has a giant pillar outside dedicated to its memory? Family video does. Yeah, but why does Little Caesars rely on... Give it sports as no replacement. Why does the only Little Caesars within a 30-mile radius rely on a movie, an outdated movie store to stay open to keep business? Bro, I'm telling you, it's just about the experience, like... When what you when you walk out of a of a family video, you don't know you're getting Little Caesars until you walk past and like, <laughs> oh man, like a like a five dollar pizza that's gonna take absolutely no time for me to prepare. Nobody plans to buy Little Caesars. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> my taste buds aren't fully developed yet, so it's not gonna taste completely awful. I'm a child. Well, okay, I eat pizza at the middle school. So, I have no taste. Yeah. So when Little Caesars came to Indianola, it was good. It, it was. Obviously, by family video, when family video is still like in its prime, quote unquote, whatever that means. It's like twenty ten. But uh, we were we were still in elementary school, yeah. so Little Caesars was still good. Dang. Little Caesars became bad, and this is so off topic. When we got into middle school, and they had it for every banquet we ever had, which was like seven different ones a year, and every choir concert we had. So yeah. we ended yeah, up I'm having gonna... in every rock event we ever had. So we, terrible. So we ended up having like Little Caesars like. 12 or 13 times a year and like usually when like the school or the church or whatever whoever gets it for you gets it in bulk it sits there for like 40 minutes before you're yeah. in there so it's kind of cold yeah. and it's not very good yeah, if you're at the end too and you uh, get like the third box on honestly, from the bottom yeah. yeah if you drown every bite in the garlic sauce that comes with i've never got horrible. a garlic sauce at, you know yeah. my pizza yeah. at little Caesars. yeah i didn't know they had garlic would always sauce. buy it 
he'd always insist on buying it and i never really tried it until i did and then that's what made it tolerable are you thinking of a papa, uh, papa john's papa no. john's always puts garlic sauce no i think i know what ben's talking oh, about no, little caesar's had garlic they sauce did have garlic so. sauce but you made it seem like it came with the pizza like papa john's did it doesn't come with the pizza it's it was like 75 Papa john's inches. sauce comes with the pizza yeah if you order yeah. a papa john's pizza it comes with those little like Gosh, pepperoncinis i know it came with the pepperoncinis and a uh, garlic thing. i didn't know the sauce I ordered, came with i when i was in Terre Haute, my roommate everything. ordered one the other day and my my own pizza. It was like a normal medium pizza. It came with three of them. Let's go. Uh, let's go test this hypothesis out. What do you say? I am thinking about applying for uh, Papa John's in Cedar Falls. Starts at. This is up to eighteen. Okay, so. Back, <laughs> back to All that. right, we'll talk about this after. Weird, weird. I say slide. we wrap this. I think that'd be funny. I had one more thing to say. I, I say we. Gonna, I say we do, close I'm this. I'm gonna do Papa John proud. So do I you say think we close this podcast down like a blockbuster? Am I right? Only one. <laughs> uh, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> the uh, last one. We can end after this. But I, do you think that Papa or not Papa John's? Uh, <laughs> Little Caesars got bad because we ate it so much and you were tired of it, or because the more you ate it, the more you realized it wasn't like good pizza. I think a little bit of both. It's age it's, and taste. So. So I never thought like Little Caesar was the best pizza in the world, but I always kind of took it as what it is. Like I do Casey's now. Like, I'm like, okay, Casey's is like. I think Casey's really good, to be honest. I think Casey's I, is genuinely good pizza. I I thought that for a lot of my life until like the last year, but I can get into that off the podcast. If you have like real authentic Italian like, pizza, <laughs> it's nowhere close. Ice, okay, ice if, you have, if you have real authentic Casey's pizza, no Italian. <laughs> I know. Did you just call yourself Italian? Uh, no, what? <laughs> but like. So I I still think Casey's is good, but when yeah, you compare so it to gas station pizzas, you're like, wow, this is really good. And with Little Caesar, you're like, man, I can walk in and they just have it sitting there for, it, and it's five minutes and it's five bucks. They even like, get like a uh, like, pay, like you can compare like Little paper. Caesars Pizza and Domino's like like they're like kind of like three completely different business models. Oh yeah, you made yeah. the because well, Domino's is like all delivery and they have like dine in now in some stores. Little Caesars is like the get and go. It's like fast food. Um, but Papa or Pizza had like a buffet. Like the whole pizza yeah. experience was you go for the buffet. For a pizza Hut man, kind of like a it was kind of like the old Godfather's. Well, go for the Pizza buffet. Hut hit if you were if you were trying to hate yourself. For the we we were we were I've screwed never, with the, like we had one of the worst Pizza Huts in the world. I've never in liked, I've never liked Pizza <laughs> Hut. Like Pizza that Hut one was really bad. So I don't remember where it was. I was staying at a hotel in Minnesota, like on the way to a fishing trip, and yeah. we had a Pizza Hut like right next to our hotel, and we went like as a family, and it was so good. Really? I'm like, man, pizza hut's this good. People used to like it, like the nineties. <laughs> people used to love. And pizza ours was hut. just our ours pizza. I was just disgusting awful. and terrible. So, so we kind of got the short end of the stick with it. But you know where I kind of became a fan of towards the end of its life. I was a big Godfather's guy for a little bit. Godfather's and now it's always now it's terrible. Yeah, Godfather's has always been bad. There's I had, a, a, I had one experience eating Godfather's and it was burnt to crap and it sucked. We so had I always hate Godfather's. So Ben, no, you weren't there on the on the way back last year from Silver Birch because of COVID. We couldn't stop at restaurants and like eat out at fast food places. So we got like just a bunch of Godfather's pizza. And we ate it outside at like a rest area, oh. and it was like freaking hot. It was like ninety five degrees out, so just eating like hot, heavy pizza, yeah. like ninety five is already disgusting. And the pizza was just terrible. Yeah, because I was like excited for it. I'm like, Godfather's, that was good. I remember I was upset when it left Indianola, mm-hmm. and it was just bad. I was I was a big Godfather's guy for a little bit. You, you remember those school? We're getting so off topic, but do you remember those school fundraisers you used to do where you'd like sell so much cookie dough or whatever and you yeah. got these prizes? A yeah, cookie dough um, was good. So like there's one year where I sold uh 
so much, whatever. And then I got put into like a drawing for like a limo ride. So <laughs> me and Beals won a limo. I think it was me, Beals, and Doug Voigt's won a limo ride to Godfather's in oh, Indianola. Oh my god! Yeah, man. Principal Irving Pride, just baby. The, just the four of you. Uh, yeah, no, I think but it was. Going back to your point about a little Caesars being because it sucks or because you got older. I think that I mean when I was like the age where I thought Little Caesars was pretty good, that's when I was scared to light the stove. And when I thought that I'd be not scared to light the stove, I'd make mac and cheese and hot dogs for every meal once I was considered an adult. So I think that it's mostly just taste. When I was a kid, I always had this dream of making like a big thing of brownies and just eating the batter entirely and not oh, yeah. making it at all. Dying. Yeah. Dude, I was <laughs> going worst, to the ER. Having the worst <laughs> stomachache of all time. Just blacking out from <laughs> eating so much. Because you ate chocolate. Real you ate chocolate Play-Doh. <laughs> <laughs> you wake up in the ER and you're like, what did well, I do last night? You had to pump your stomach. You ate a whole... You, you ate two... You're, you're bl- you're you're whole box of like instant, a mold. You ate a whole box of instant brownie mix. It's, it's solidified in your stomach. You didn't even we mix now have it. a mold. You didn't even mix with anything. You just ate the powder. You get, you get grounded for just eating brownie mix. Uh, Alex, we can't leave you alone anymore. Uh, you need to stop mixing brownie mix, uh, brownie powder, your parents, into chocolate milk and drinking it. Your parents put a padlock on the <laughs> on the brownie cupboard. <laughs> you just have a whole... It's like, we don't even you understand. Have a whole, you have a you whole cabinet. This? They aren't brownies. They're 70% flour. <laughs> and you just can't stop and you have a problem. It's an addiction. Oh, man. All right, let's get out of here, man. Spike, we've been talking about pizza for 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, brother, I'm starving now. All right. Um, yeah, this has been the Turbo Team Podcast. Uh, we're actually opening up uh, the first ever Turbo Team Podcast uh, movie rental store, so be on the lookout for that uh, at the at the new Dollar General in Indianola. Every movie is just a different episode of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only way you call it. There's no visuals. <laughs> It's just the logo and then the audio for an hour, 45 minutes or whatever. All right. This has been a Turbo Team Podcast. The the, the Turbo Team Podcast. You didn't need to say it twice. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the Turbo Team Podcast. Our social medias are linked in the bio. Follow us on Twitter at the Turbo Team Pod. You can listen to all episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any other platform where podcasts are listened to. Thank you for listening.